Okay, so um, you guys see the week four up there, is that right? Yes. Yep, okay, great. All right, excellent. Well, welcome to the last week. So congratulations, you're on the uh, last call of the uh, four-week challenge. So congratulations. Well, thank you. Yeah, is there any, so I'd like to start off here, just kind of follow the agenda. Is there any, is there any questions <clears throat> that people want to get answered or anything that's come up that you want help with? I have a question about the um, the magnesium drip. Yep. So if you're doing that throughout the day, I normally took magnesium at night. Mm -hmm. As you know, I took a couple pills at night, and I got the one that you recommended, and I it doesn't have as much um, magnesium as I'm getting through through the day. It's a different type, you know, because this is magnesium citrate or whatever that I have, and that one's the other. And so should I still take the one at night or I don't even need it? Um, so that's a good question. So, um, so which one did you, which one did you get? I mean, I have a bunch of different ones out there and. Well, for the. Um, that's called. That's for the drip. Okay. The, and then I got the one, the, the one that you recommended in the blue bottle for at night. Oh, I see the magnesium L3 and 8. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So there, so this is a really good question. So um yeah, they're they're two different things. So is that bottle that you held up, is that that's the magnesium calm, right? I mean I didn't yeah. recommend that. I've used that before. Yeah, that one's the citrate. The citrate. Okay. So <clears throat> just just a couple things is um so the magnesium L3 and 8 in the blue bottle, um, you get that in powder or capsules. That specifically, the 3 and 8 is, so it's married, right? You have magnesium 3 and 8, magnesium malinate, and that magnesium 3 and 8 is, is, is married to the magnesium. That allows across the blood-brain barrier. So I like to use that for sleep at night. And mm -hmm. I'll also use that if people are, are struggling with like anxiety throughout the day. I will put the magnesium L3 and 8, the blue type, mix it with another magnesium because that kind of helps relax. But if you have sleep problems, you definitely want to use the magnesium L3 and 8 at night. Now, the thing with the citrate, I'm not a huge fan on of citrate unless you are super, super constipated because out of all the magnesiums, the citrate is going to cause uh, the... The citrate is going to cause the, the loosest stools on the lowest amount of dose. Right, right. And I already had it on hand. That's why I'm like, oh, I'll try this one, even though it's, yeah, yeah, it's not optimum. I'm like, I have it. I'll just try it. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes you just want to, you kind of finish the products that you have. So, you know, what I like throughout the whole day, entire day is like the magnesium uh, glycinate mixture, uh, that seems not to cause so much loose stools, so you can get more magnesium in your body without having loose stools. So you kind of that the innate. That's the innate brand. Uh, that is no, that's not the innate brand. Um, <clears throat> well, maybe yeah, that's an innate innate brand. There's another one that I I like. Yeah, because I got that one too. I just wanted to use the other one up first, and then how long do you continue with the drip? Is that like a as long as you want, or till you get down to like a couple scoops a day? 
Well, so that that's a good question. Um, so for me, I mean, everyone's magnesium deficient. So I plan on taking magnesium forever. Mm-hmm. I think once you get over like the hump okay. of like an illness, then you have to kind of figure out, um, you know, what do you need to maintain, right? So there's like a wellness dose and then there's like a sick dose and always the sick doses are always more than the wellness dose. And that kind of comes with just playing around with the products. Right. Cause I was at about, I started at about 900 milligrams. So I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm done. <laughs> of, <laughs> I'm of the citrate. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this is what I like now. I like the, this brand right here, the uh, reactive magnesium. And if I click that button here. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. If the, molecular one yeah molecular. I, I like this the best and i i tried the innate i liked it i i did like the innate initially but i just for me it just i don't know it just wasn't um i i just didn't like the taste as much and this is completely glycinate where the innate is a mixture i think of three or four different products okay yeah that's a really good question any other questions nope no, okay. Um, so I just want to kind of go over blood sugars. If people want to just chime in and kind of just tell me your experience with that. Have you noticed any things? Uh, has it gotten better? What have you applied to change? <clears throat> I'd say might have gotten better. This is Maria. Okay. Um, Dave, I quit taking it in the morning because my morning is always the same. I have a, uh, well, I did. I'd have a shake and it was always the same ingredients, but now I've pushed that, pushed that shake to have it later. Cause I'd always have it like around eight o'clock in the morning. And now I've pushed it off to have it at about 11 noon. Sometimes I've gone to one. So that intermittent fasting uh, part. Okay. And so I think that's helping the numbers all around. Yeah. I, awesome. I do miss chewing though. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I like this particular gum and I always get like a massive pack on Amazon. So I'm a big gum chewer. Yeah. So I miss chewing too. So great. Um, so you're kind of doing the intermittent fasting kind of schedule. <clears throat> right. And how, how's that working out for you? Surprisingly well, I thought it was going to be terrible, you know, mm-hmm. not just skipping breakfast, but I found that since I was sipping on the magnesium, it was, it, I didn't really miss it. I didn't get hungry. There was maybe a couple times where I'm like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. I'm starting to feel hungry and I've got a meeting coming up. Well, I better get my breakfast in before that. Otherwise it's going to be like one o'clock before I can eat. Yeah. Nice. I I was surprised at how easy it went. Yeah. Once you get into the system, the lifestyle is pretty easy. Yeah. And Maria, what kind of, have you noticed any changes since you've applied some of these things? Um, I probably lost two pounds. Okay. And, um, probably more energy, easier to get out of bed. Okay, cool. Nice. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Barb or John, do you want to make any comments at all or your success? Any, anything? Um, this is Sharon and. Okay. Okay. This is Sharon and I've been between one fifteen in the morning to. 148 was my highest at night this week. So that's a big improvement. Yeah, congratulations. That was that yep. you're over like 200, right? Or upper 90? No, I was 191. Wow. Okay. Awesome. And yep. 
so I mean that's substantial. One ninety one to I mean that's uh, a forty point drop. Yeah. Um, so what have you noticed? Have you noticed any changes? Um, a little bit, only because I'm looking for a change, but a little mm-hmm. bit less inflammation mm-hmm. and a little bit less brain fog. The brain okay. fog comes and goes depending on what I'm doing throughout the day. But um, I find when I wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. I my brain's working and I'm wow. planning and that's something that I used to do always and it's coming back. Nice. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. that I thought was a big win. And I lost just a couple pounds. Nice. Okay. And I haven't hit ketosis, but I've been trying and I'm intermittent fasting. Okay. Do you have um, <clears throat> any kind of like balance issues at all? Or like when you go and reach out, your hands shaking, you have anything like that? Um, balance this last two weeks has been bad because I had keto flu. Okay. And so. Um, I was dizzy and I was nauseous and I had a lot of symptoms, but that has tapered off. And but my balance has been since I've been flocks, my balance has been bad mm. in general. Okay, all right, because there's some brain exercises you can do to try and restore some of that too. So that could oh, be, okay. I mean, there's <clears throat> yeah. So like when your brain, you when your when your brain is damaged, then there's a bunch of different exercises you can do to restore the brain function um you get car sickness at all or anything like that no no okay. i've been housebound for three years so ah okay okay well great well congratulations thank you all right so then we're going to kind of go over to to the next thing so these three things right in here i want to kind of go over has anyone done the hydrochloric acid challenge test no i think no. i've done something similar where you you took like pills or something and then you increased it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember exactly, but yeah. Okay. So let me just kind of uh, go over the, the reasons why these two top ones are, are critical. So one, if you have gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, if you have an autoimmune disease, I suggest that you you try and do the HCL challenge or the bloating uh, one right here. <clears throat> now, I used to always start my clients out with the HCL challenge all the time. So I've changed that quite a bit now because as you, uh, you know, treat people and, you, you know, you just learn from experience. Nothing can replace gray hair. I don't care how smart you are. Nothing can replace gray hair or lack of hair. Gray hair or lack of hair. That's what I should say. Um, so what I've done now is I clear up people's guts, decrease the inflammation, and then I'll apply the hydrochloric acid challenge test. So if you click this button here, it's, it's going to take you to right here. Now, I just want to kind of go over uh, a few things. Uh, no, that's the H. pylori. Um, here we go. HCL challenge. Um, before I do that, though, I want to kind of I want to jump back here to the four week content. All right. So I'm just going to blow up these pictures. So just to give you some anatomy. So. We have the stomach here, and then the stomach needs to produce hydrochloric acid. So this is very, very critical. You can see here it says uh, acid right there. And then the acid leaves the stomach, and this goes into your small intestine up in here. And then you can see that your pancreas, and then you see your gallbladder. Now, what happens is when people have autoimmune disease, when you have antibiotic damage, 
maybe you've had like concussions, your brain's not well, and your autonomic nervous system, your vagus nerve, which controls your whole entire gut, is not firing well. And it's the nervous system that fires these cells down in here. I'm just going to move this up here. You see these, this green one? This is parietal cell. This is what produces the hydrochloric acid. So a couple of things that can happen. One, genetically, you don't produce enough just gen genetically. As we age, they produce less. Or if you've had damage, brain damage, mitochondria damage, leaky gut problems, these parietal cells don't function, don't function, and therefore they don't produce enough hydrochloric acid. Now, why this is so significant is because the hydrochloric acid is what tells your pancreas to start producing digestive enzymes. So people, uh, I'll get on the phone with people and they'll say, yeah, I've taken digestive enzymes, but they've never actually taken hydrochloric acid. So hydrochloric acid is uh, north of that, right? So you have the stomach, then you have your small intestine. So the hydrochloric acid is what starts the whole entire chain that's happening here. So the, the hydrochloric acid is going to stimulate your pancreas to produce digestive enzymes and your gallbladder to produce bile. And this starts the whole process. So if you don't have enough acid, none of this takes place. So this is why this is so, so critical. And I find this to be uh, common in, in a lot of people that they don't have enough hydrochloric acid. Now, uh, one thing that you want to just kind of envision is the hydrochloric acid. It's like the weed killer. If you don't have enough hydrochloric acid, then you can have like small bacterial overgrowth. You can have parasites. You can have a bunch of nasty stuff growing in your gut. And in reality, it's because you don't have enough hydrochloric acid, the weed killer, to start everything moving forward. So, you know, in my opinion, the hydrochloric acid challenge test is very, very critical, especially if you have autoimmune disease, if you, if you have gas bloating, any kind of GI issues, this should be done. <clears throat> so it's really simple here, just like Maria was saying, is you want to watch this video here. It's 18 minutes, but I'll just give you the, I wonder if I have a written pattern here. No. So here, this is the uh, betaine HCL, and it's really, really simple, is you start with one half capsule, right? You start with one half capsule for each meal, and you do that for three days. So for three days, you do it with uh, one half capsule for three days. Now, on the fourth day, if you don't get heartburn, then you go up to one full capsule for three days, right? So Let's say you do a half capsule for three days, no heartburn. You do one capsule for three days, no heartburn. So you're going to be on the seventh day. So the seventh day, you'd be doing two capsules for each meal. Then you do three more days. So that would bring us to the, to the 11th day. Then you move up to three capsules with each meal. And then you keep on doing that. And then you keep on doing that until you go up to seven or until you get heartburn. Now, here's a normal response that's telling you that you have enough hydrochloric acid. If you take a half capsule or you take one capsule and you get heartburn, that's normal. That's telling you that your stomach is producing enough hydrochloric acid. Now, if you go up to five, six, seven, eight, I should say seven, and you don't have heartburn, that's a huge, massive, massive red flag that you are not producing enough hydrochloric acid. And the research shows is only 50% of the people actually have like constipation, diarrhea, some GI issues. So you don't necessarily have to have GI problems uh, to have to, to for that to be an indicator that you don't you're not producing enough hydrochloric acid. Does that protocol make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Okay. So now let's say a guy or a gal gets up to five. So there would be whatever day that is. That would be day 14 and they get up to five and they get heartburn. Then what you do is you go down to four, then it's four, four, four. And then you just repeat four, 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 four. And as you become more familiar with your body and this protocol, you're going to know I'm going to, if I eat a big meal, I'm going to need five. If I don't eat a big meal, I might need, I might need none. I might need uh, one. So you're going to be familiar on what your body actually needs. Now in the past, I've had people that have needed, I mean, I've had some people go up to freaking 10 and no heartburn. Uh, So, I mean, this is a really uh, clinically, it's really indicative if you have any GI issues. Uh, I just had a, a gal, a young guy, he's like 22 years old, was damaged by antibiotics and uh, chronic fatigue, and he's up to now four and no heartburn. Like a young guy like that should be getting one, taking one and getting heartburn. So this is just really a good protocol to find out if you have enough hydrochloric acid. And and this would be another piece of the puzzle uh, if if you need a bunch. If you get up to seven and you, and you don't get heartburn, that's, that's a major red flag that your GI system is not well. <clears throat> Um, so this is, uh, that's the procedure, the supplements there, you can get on Amazon or it's in, um, full scripts, either, or I want to spend a couple of minutes just kind of going over this right here. I kind of spent some, will your body start producing it and you can get less and less? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was going to say that and I forgot. So in, in cases I've had people that have needed like five and then uh, they start to rehab their bodies up and now all of a sudden they need uh, four and then three and then one. So yeah, in some cases you can actually start to get these rehab, these cells and start to produce hydrochloric acid. But the actual hydrochloric acid isn't going to repair your cells. That's something else that just you're cleaning up your diet and doing everything else will I think I think that will help. I also think that people can have H. pylori infections, which is part of this lecture here today. People can have H. pylori infections, and that can uh, mess up the hydrochloric acid production. So if you go in there and you start using hydrochloric acid, that can kill the H. pylori. So, uh, you know, a lot of people will go and, you know, they'll put on, so I've seen a lot of people, oh, they go to the doctor, they have some kind of GI issue, whatever it is, constipation, diet, whatever, and they do a stool test and guess what? They have H. pylori, they get put on tons of antibiotics, and now they're freaking wrecked because of this this whole thing. And in reality, maybe it was because they had uh, gluten sensitivity, a dairy sensitivity. This is why I started with the diet elimination first. Those diets, that was the very first thing uh, that we went through, or one of the very first things to make sure like if you're gluten sensitive and that's causing inflammation in your gut, that's going to contribute to the parietal cells not producing enough hydrochloric acid. Makes sense. Yeah, so this is a really powerful uh, and really simple uh, protocol that you can do. The hydrochloric acid is like one of the cheapest supplements that you can actually buy. Um, I kind of wanted to go over this just a little bit more. Let me pull up my screen so we can see this. And I kind of touched on this last last, uh, call. But here, this is just like proteins. And you can see, you see these letters right in here, these just this whole long letter right here up on top where it says undigested protein. 
And then on the right, you're going to have a healthy digestive system. <clears throat> uh, or I'm sorry, on, on the yeah, on the right, you're going to have a, a bad digestive system. And then on the left, you're going to have a healthy digestive system. So if you don't have enough digestive enzymes, or if you don't have enough hydrochloric acid, you can't actually break down those letters there represent a long chain of protein or a fat or a carbohydrate. And if you can't break these down, like here in the right, so you see it says lack of digestive enzymes, these big strings get into your bloodstream and this can cause autoimmune disease, this can cause inflammation, you know, an array of different problems. Versus if you have enough digestive enzymes, those things break down into their individual letters. Here's A, Y, and then S, and that causes no immune reaction. <clears throat> okay. And then here, there are digestive enzymes. I rarely ever uh, start, I never start with digestive enzymes, Ra rarely. If if someone has like a peptic ulcer or you, or you know you have some kind of bleed in your stomach, then you don't start with hydrochloric acid. Then it's like, what can we do to soothe your gut? And there's a whole bunch of licorice, marshmallow root. That's a whole nother thing. So if you know that you have an active like ulcer in your stomach, you do not do the hydrochloric acid. I would do some more, something smoothing, soothing to the gut and maybe support with digestive enzymes. But the digestive enzymes here just break up, you know, the, the different uh, proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. But always start with, uh, always start with the hydrochloric acid challenge. Just it's really simple. Okay, so he. There's Do you want to start this now? Uh, you know this. I mean, it's all individual, right? So, I mean, I'd have to know more more about your case. I I would say that. No, it's hard, it's hard to say without diving into exactly all, all the problems. This okay. is something that could potentially be useful in in a chronic when someone has a chronic health condition. You'd want to okay. eliminate this as a as a low hanging fruit. I would tell you that if you're still uh, if you don't have your diet in yet or your your new lifestyle in, that's senior. If you have if you're still having sugar spikes like massive sugar spikes that you'd want to work on that first before you start this process here. So for example, like to give you an idea, uh, this, this guy, Ivan is his name. Um, I've been working with him for about eight weeks and now we're just getting to the hydrochloric acid challenge test. So we've done all these other, other things and now, okay, let's do the hydrochloric acid challenge test. And like I say, he was up to four, he needed to take four. Okay, so this video just kind of goes over, um, you know, if you have bloating and, and that kind of thing and how you want to break down fats. Now, another thing I think that you really want to rule out if you have a chronic health condition is H. pylori. Has anyone been checked for H. pylori here? No. No, okay. So... Um, what you want to do is you definitely want to get this checked with um, stool. Stool's the absolute best testing here. There's two different tests. There's like this more advanced one that's on top. This that's 98 bucks, and then there's a stool test that's uh, 54. That's through like LabCorp. You can do that anywhere. But you can see here how this would be a, a positive correlation. And there's a lot of uh, research here on um, H. pylori. I'm going to pull this article up. So you just click that link. Okay. So if you want to geek out more, this is H. pylori inflammation. So there's 
you know, 2,100 research articles on inflammation, H. pylori and inflammation. So we're talking about inflammation. So I wanted to give you that link. Now, also in this here, H. pylori has been linked to like 20 different autoimmune diseases. <clears throat> um, so H. pylori, and this is a really great paper, H. pylori, a link to autoimmune disease. So and I just want to bring this up to your attention that there's actually scientific proof that H. pylori is not good to have. Now, I'm not a type of person like if you go, if you don't have any symptoms, you don't start killing H. pylori. You want to do everything else first, and then you want to try and handle the H. pylori. Just to give you an idea on the references here on this paper on H. pylori, I mean, there's, I mean, this is like a huge, massive uh, paper. It has over, I mean, shit, there's, how many is that? It has 165 reference papers. So you know that this is significant. So any client that comes to me, I always run H. pylori because you just want to make sure that, you know, a case doesn't have H. pylori. And um, if you think you have it or you get checked, there's a lot of good stuff in this blog right here, things that you can use and things that I've used in, in the past. Okay, any questions with like gut protocols or GI issues before I kind of go on to the brain? <clears throat> no. Okay. Um, so this here, these are a couple of really critical protocols. Has anyone used uh, butyrate here? No. Oh, okay. No. So this is a, a short chain fatty acid and this is very, very powerful. Um, so this is things that I do. This is for the brain and the guts uh, and, and the gut. So basically, this is a great study on butyrate and basically neurons and the gut microbiome. So this can actually heal gut microbiome. So if you have a leaky gut, which you can assume here, if you have a chronic condition, you have a leaky gut. I don't even use probiotics. Like I've completely stopped using probiotics. I don't think pro probiotics are very effective. I think there's way other things that are more effective and uh, and are cheaper, which one of these things right here is the butyrate. Uh, it stinks. It smells. Just my nature of it, it smells. So it comes in, in capsules. And in here, this is the product right here. This is what I would recommend. This is the company that I use. And you can see here, it like it has like 2,400 uh, reviews. Now, the thing with butyrate is it's a short chain fatty acid, so it can be used for your brain. So if you have brain fog, brain fatigue, mild cognitive impairment, this is the fuel source that your energy or that your brain can use very, very easily. It can cross the blood brain barrier very, very easily. It helps feeds the, uh, the cells in your small intestine. It's the fuel for the cells, for your small intestine, and for your colon as well. So this is a really great product with a lot of, uh, you know, great research on it. So, you know, when I recommend this, I'll recommend like two caps, could be uh, two caps three times a day, could be three caps three times a day. You just want to kind of play around with it and see, like if you have some brain fog, you know, just want to start, start taking this stuff and seeing if any of this changes any of your brain fog. Um, you know, it's all just kind of like a trial and error when it comes to your case. And then lastly here, the brain protocol. 
Is everyone here taking fish oil? Shannon, are you taking fish oil? Um, I need to get another bottle, but yes. Okay. Barbara, what about Maria? Yes, I can. Okay. So I take fish oil. Go ahead. Does someone just want to say something? I was trying to say that I, I can tell a big difference in my, um, I worried a lot all the time and mm -hmm. taking a lot of it really helps. Wow. Okay. All right. That's awesome. So this might be a clinical gem for you here. So um, I take fish oil and then on top of it, what I do is I take, um, so fish oil is EPA and DHA, DHA. Now DHA, which that's that word right here. DHA is highly, highly concentrated more in your brain. So if you take the fish oil that I recommend, which is a really great fish oil, but you have any brain fog, brain fatigue, or you're just concerned about your brain, then you want to add the DHA, which is specifically just a high-powered DHA product. So I'll put this in my smoothie shake. I'll have my kids take it. And this right here, full scripts. So if you have an account on full scripts, this is this is where it's at right here. Um, and uh, this right here, it comes in like a little uh, bottle, like a little droplet bottle. You just drop it. You can just take it on your tongue. You can put it in a smoothie shake. But you can see here that uh, basically two and a half dropperfuls. I take like a dropperful a day. Has 1,200 milligrams specifically of just DHA. So this is really, really powerful for any kind of neurological based problem where you're trying to, you know, just move the needle a little bit more on your your neurology. This is really great. Does it have to be refrigerated? It does. Yep, and it will come. And if you order it from Full Scripts, it actually comes in a cold pack. So yeah, you want to refrigerate this. If you open fish oil, you want to refrigerate that as well. That should all be refrigerated. Um, so, I mean, that kind of pretty much sums, sums it up. What I have here, um, does anyone have any 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 questions, any, any individual questions about your case? I'm willing to answer some, some questions that y'all have. been a lot of great information. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I think I've, this is the first time I've put something like this together. And I really feel like if people follow these weeks, one, two, three, and four, and you actually implement this stuff, you are going to get better. Like it's the data's there, the information's there, the content's there. I think it's really fairly easy to follow if you put in the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah so I appreciate that. Okay, cool. So lastly, I just want to end on here. If you uh, appreciate it, here's what I'd like is because I'd like to have more people do this. If you've enjoyed the video, if you found value, if you could maybe just like record a success story on your phone and email it to me or text it to me. If you have a, if you have a, a iPhone, I greatly appreciate just a, a success story or a testimonial on what you got out of it or your input or, or anything like that. I would appreciate that. Sure. Any other questions or before we sign off?
Nope. All right. Sharon, any, any questions for you? No, I'm doing Ron? good. No, okay. All right, Thank congratulations. You. you guys you guys made it through. Now the key is just to continue to work it, right? You have all this information and you have to realize is when it comes to like your health, it's not like uh it's not like a destination. It's not like you reached it and you stop. It's completely a journey. That's how I envision like my health. It's always a journey. I'm always trying to learn something. In 2023, I've I've done some things is um we have a farm just like 10 minutes from our house, uh, which I just discovered. So he's a really nice guy. He's like 80 years old. He has like 70 cattle. So I go there. I'm getting raw milk now, which is great. I'm getting eggs from the farm. I'm getting honey from the farm. I'm getting uh, maple syrup from the farm. I'm doing my own uh, kombucha. Has anyone made kombucha at home? Well, I've made yogurt, but not kombucha yet. Okay, so kombucha, I'm going to make, be making some videos on this. If you Kombucha, like a big thing of kombucha in the store is like eight bucks. Like mm -hmm. You can make your own kombucha gallons and gallons for $8. It's super simple. It's fermented. It has a good bunch of probiotics in it. So I've been making our own kombucha. I've been making yogurt. I've been making kefir, all with this, 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 this these products from this dairy farm, right? This guy's like... He charges $8 a gallon for, for milk. So he comes out and he always wants to give me, I get two gallons. He always wants to give me my $2. I'm like, Richard, I don't need my $2. You can keep the $2, man. I'm in my car one day and he's like running after me to give me my $2. So I just like, it's just interesting. So and this is the guy, old school guy that, you know, it's $4 and that's what I'm going to give you. So it's just a journey and just continue to learn. And I think you really have a lot of the tools to, um, you know, move, move forward with that. Right. We didn't get to where we are overnight, so it's not going to be corrected overnight. Right. Yeah. And you just got to just, just be diligent. It's, you know, you, you just do the best, just, just do the best thing you can every day. You know, I just, I just think to myself, you know, the only thing I can do is just pull my pants on and try and be a better human being than the day I was yesterday and try and help more people and learn more information to help more people. And you're just on a journey. It's the exact same thing. Thank you. Great. Take care. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome.